Listen up, all marketing school fam. I know you have so many ideas in the head of yours, yet struggling to find the time and accountability you need to make marketing work smarter for you. Which is why I want to remind you of our All Access Pass and All Marketing School course library. Think of it as your treasure trove. Pack with our self-paced masterclasses and workshops, tactics and templates, specifically created for marketers like you who aim to channel their superpowers for good. But hey, what's even more exciting is that you're not just getting courses, you're stepping into a whole new world. It's a place where you're surrounded by your passionate community of marketing rebels, which are kind of like your cheerleading squad. Let's be honest, marketing can be a complex puzzle, but we're here to eliminate the guesswork. We're offering you tried and tested tactics to sharpen your strategy. Depending on the plan you choose, you can look forward to full access to our self-paced courses, project submission and feedback opportunities, our expert workshop library, as well as monthly upskilling series and weekly tactics that will really help you stay updated and get accountability when it comes to actually making some progress in your work. We also have monthly office hours, workshops, expert panels, and sprints. So you will be able to access our whole template vault with ready-to-use Notion, Canva, and Google templates, making your life easier. Oh, and did I mention our swipe files and the community matchups? Oh, and the quarterly live deep dives, which are actually valued at £247, but they're included for you and your membership. Well, all this knowledge, community, and more is just a click away. If you want to join us, simply head to amschool.click slash library. That's amschool.click slash library. On with our episode. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are proudly bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly. Empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. Hello team, this week you're in for a treat. Why? Because I am bringing you a sneak peek of what our clubhouse chats at 8.30 every Friday, 8.30 UK time, feel like yes every friday morning we have a coffee together where we talk about the latest and greatest alt marketing news and that includes social media news marketing news new trends and new features i do this with the incredible rebecca holloway and i would love you to join us however if you don't know exactly what to expect then you're welcome today you will get a sneak peek an idea of what you can get every single week in your eardrums as well as our incredible podcast episodes. I really hope you're gonna enjoy this recording of our last week's chat and then it can get some inspirations for you on what you can look into especially when it comes to features and if you want to get the written recap just go to altmarketingschool.com slash join altmarketingschool.com slash join to receive our weekly newsletter. If you're interested, just look at the show notes and you will be able to find the link to follow our club, Old Marketing School, where every week we go live with the marketing news, but also we're gonna launch more interviews, more features, more events on Clubhouse 
to really get you involved in the conversation. Well, what can I say? I'm so excited for you to meet Becca. And all I can say is, let's kick off today's class. Now, I want to just prompt uh, and start off, obviously, with what we're going to talk about today, which is a bit of a roundup of things that happened. And I'm going to kick off with something just because it's kind of one of the things at the forefront of what happened this week. And I obviously want to hear some of the things that jump for you. First of all, I'm not going to start with Clubhouse, even if there's been a couple of things, but I want to start with something else first, which is, so people might know that if you didn't, well, Twitter has acquired review, or I think that's how you pronounce it, which is um, a a newsletter like platform, uh, which has been used by our favorite uh, Matt Navarro. Matt, Matt, if you're listening, we're talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. Pretty much. And so that happened in January. And actually, Facebook is in the works. Again, it's one of those things, right? But has been talking about launching its very own newsletter function and distribution tool. I don't know if you have seen it. I I saw it like two days ago and I was like, this is really interesting. And it just jumped at me, not because last week it started like trying audio rooms and I was like, I see what you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I found it really interesting. And I'm wondering, my question for you is first of all, what you what you think about this? And secondly. How does it fit? <laughs> Thinking about that's such a good question, actually. Where does it fit? I think that's sort of where my train of thought was going, actually, when I've seen these bits and pieces about it out there is people who already have like an established newsletter, will they swap? Will that seem like a valuable enough decision to make for them? And if they haven't, and if it's something they want to start doing in future, and this could be an opportunity, okay, maybe I'll set it up through one of these features of Twitter or Facebook, or I'm sure plenty of other platforms. Now it's becoming a thing as well. The risk of anything happening to your audience, because I I think it's a bit unclear at the moment how much ownership you'll have over. And the benefit of a newsletter is that's, that's kind of yours. What do you think about that aspect of it? I am literally thinking exactly the same thing. So what you say just speaks to me a lot, because when I talk... I was actually having a chat on Clubhouse on Monday with my friend Chelsea about sales and confidence, which was more for our expert-based audience. But And she said that even for her clients, which are more like individuals, she is recommending them to look at building databases as well and really kind of nurturing that over just constantly kind of chasing after the followers and that. So there's already a shift in that perspective because obviously I think both us as, as social media lovers and marketers, you don't own your followers in the way that you have control over your database, which is what just, you just said. So again, as just as you said, if I have an established newsletter and or if I need to move them, why would I move them to something like that where I don't know exactly how that is going to work? And also, as you mentioned, how is it going to sit with them as well? You know, is yeah. it gonna be, you know, what's the benefit? And I think almost, and that's the last thing I'm going to say on this, I was thinking about it. And if you think about, you know, Substack, which obviously is growing popularity. I think it's because that really taps into the writers who wanted to create something unique and it got the piggyback from having loads of journalists just moving from like, you know, the tech crunches, be like, buy tech crunch. I'm going to go and do my own um, Substack because yeah. I can create an ecosystem there. And that made sense to me. You know, I was like, okay, I get it. It's it's a niche in itself and maybe other people will dive into it, but they have mm-hmm. running their place. With this, I don't know. You no. know, who, who is it for? They say for the creators, for the for the digital publication. But as you said, they probably already have something for themselves. 
Yeah, I feel like they'll have already kind of factored that into their strategy, you know, and this seems a bit like, um, why, why, why would I do that? Okay, so it wasn't just me. I'm interested to see that where that goes next and how actually that's going to pan out. But yeah, it really jumped at me when I saw it. Uh, I thought it was like something just to kick off with. Yeah. What about yourself? Anything that jumped out at you? I, this may come as a surprise, it may not, but I saw that Twitter Spaces are working on something new so they're being pretty quick with updating twitter spaces chasing clubhouse yeah (laughs) and the most recent thing they've got is a dedicated or they're testing a dedicated tab at the bottom of your twitter app for spaces have you seen that yeah so i think this will be quite interesting because at the moment the, the way the interface is when people are in a Twitter space and their little purple circle comes up around their face at the top of the screen fleets. I think it's quite nice for now, but I think one thing that's kind of been lacking and I know is on its way, but not there yet, is knowing kind of the topic of the room that you're going into before you commit to joining and something that Clubhouse has is, you know, being able to scroll through active rooms look at different topics themes so i think that this tab coming in is going to be the the way forward for twitter to kind of encapsulate that area of clubhouse and get get more people using it, i suppose to have it as a integral part of the app what do you what are your thoughts on twitter spaces actually i was going to ask you to maybe tell us a bit more about the space that you joined because bless she just like fired one at me and then i was like oh and then i realized <laughs> I was on the desktop and then i forgot and then you don't click and so it was over. So I haven't really experienced it like for myself. So what, what are your thoughts for the one that you kind of like jumped on and joined? Yes, so it was different. It was very similar to Clubhouse in the sense of, okay, it's audio first social media room. But what I noticed and felt was almost missing and that I'd actually quite been like enjoying in Clubhouse without realizing was the visual elements. So when you are in a clubhouse room and you've got the speakers and moderators clearly at the top, then you've got the people who are followed by the speakers and moderators and then other listeners. On Twitter at the moment, I know it's in beta, so they will be updating it, but everyone's faces basically just kept jumping around. It was quite glitchy and quite hard to figure out, okay, who's, who's sort of on the stage, who's listening? And I hopped up on stage to say something and then I realized how good Clubhouse is actually in their subtle visual cues for knowing when to come in and who's also got their mic muted. On Twitter spaces at the moment, it's quite hard to work out who of the speakers have got their mic muted or not. And because you're relying on just audio, there was quite a lot of speaking over each other without intending to, which made it not as fun an experience as a speaker and I'm sure not as a listener as well but there were you know it's good because you've already got potentially an established audience on there and you can react with little emojis whether you're a speaker or a listener which obviously you can only sort of flash your mic on clubhouse at the moment so i think it's got potential but it does seem quite glitchy and just not as great an experience right now as clubhouse does i guess there's something to be said about the fact that clubhouse i mean again the little bit of news that i spotted was that it's been a year since they officially launched so when you put this in perspective they had a massive like 
triple to quadruple growth okay that's that's to be said like in the last three months so it feels like it's very new but actually especially in the US people have been using it for a long longer and since July there's been a bit of attraction but it was launched officially March last year so when you put things in perspective you know so I think they had to learn because of the fact that that's the main premise of the the app they need to make sure that uh, they nailed that side of things yeah otherwise like you know that that is the, the whole proposition is to have the room so i think that's probably where twitter is missing a trick or is like literally rushing to try and figure out yeah but, you know it is not that's good actually for us to know from a, from an outside perspective we're learning that maybe it's not as easy or as intuitive as we think it is because of that struggle but i love the fact that you mentioned the emoji because i think that's something that i'm missing and because i love when i'm doing a workshop on zoom with students and i have 20 people i use captions yeah. a lot if you really like, right. are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> are you okay? Please respond. <laughs> yeah, it kind of gives them the prompt without having to be so active. So I think that is definitely something that on Clubhouse would be nice. People would be able to clap or, you know, being able to kind of show their support as well. So, but it's also interesting what you said about the fact that the lack of help with the social norms of how to speak and when to speak and how to react, I think is a great reminder of what really helped Clubhouse having the one feature and doing it well almost yeah what I see definitely I think it's showing there was I've seen lots of conversations and thought about it actually a lot in the last week if in sort of six months time when Twitter spaces is further off the ground whether and actually you know Facebook alternative and Instagram probably and all of the other options whether Clubhouse will fizzle out but I wonder because they are just honing in on this this one specific thing and making it their focus to do it really well, even though it might be very easy to set up a Twitter space for you. Yeah, you've got the audience, great. Whether people will still go, no, I, I will go back to Clubhouse actually because of the, the quality of the experience for everyone. I agree. I think there's an element of potentially being able to, you know, just say, even if some of the, maybe some of the ways that you can host a room might change and you might still prefer to go back to some other things. One thing that I would say is that obviously to me, there's still a big place, for example, for webinars. You know what I mean? It's just thinking about it. To me, the fact that I can grow my database in that way through that online event experience is just more beneficial in the long run than that constant hope that then you will grow your database because what Clubhouse does is mainly it directs you out of Clubhouse to Twitter or Instagram, nothing wrong with that. But again, for me, it's a different proposition. Yeah. Um, so I think that's one of the things that I would say. But for example, that what we're experimenting here, which is half of a live podcast, half of a clubhouse, is something interesting to do every so often if you want to kind of spice up your podcast. So all other things that, that are happening, I think, or speed networking, you know. Yeah. Some of the things I think probably, as you say, might stay in the app just because of the fact of the the ease of use of it that's kind of what I'm thinking I agree yeah I think it's going to be very interesting to see the split and how I'm sure naturally over time we'll see if it's x type of event that's definitely going to be on clubhouse if it's this no twitter spaces every time you know also was I'm interesting what I found interesting is that less a quick little fire one I don't know if you notice again yet another micro update um (laughs) that you can now because literally we were having a mini rant last week about you know, a couple of things we would love to see. Yes. Remember, and one thing that is not still there, but it's kind of like the brother of it is that now you can actually share the direct link to your clubs and your profiles. And I was like, see, that's a changer. Finally. 
I'm very happy with that. Go on. It's really hard, isn't it? Like you want, for example, I want to talk about this event, but I appreciate that some people might be like, oh, no, I missed it. What's the point in now clicking on it? So it almost encourages us. And again, I want to actually to talk to you about this live, which we talked about of, of like your last week. You know, with the clubs, is like, is the club actually benefiting or hindering our events? And that's been something that we've been trying to figure out, right? Yes. And I'm kind of hoping that even just this, the fact that you can link people to the clubs so that they can follow it might help. Because right now it's like, how can you get people to discover the club in the first place unless they go to your profile? Completely. I, I think there's still a bit of a kind of learning phase happening right now with people. They've heard a lot about Clubhouse. Maybe they haven't joined a room yet or maybe it's quite a daunting experience because of the nature of, OK, I need to like talk um, rather than post text or images and videos, which is what like, kind of the form of social media that we've been used to for so long. So as you say, being able to share a link to your club and be like, join and then you can participate when you're ready or keep up to date or even check out you know the profile link as well because I don't know about you but when I first joined the app I kind of had to work my way through I was like okay I found one person that I sort of recognize and then was scanning through their follower list being like oh look there's that one yep then because it was quite hard actually to find people who I would have wanted to follow and am following on say Twitter through the app so if it was just a simple case of and now I guess it is like here's my link like head over to Clubhouse and you can follow me there too I think that's going to be a really great way of growing your network actually and, and finding the, the people you want to follow rather than searching hopelessly like um people in marketing you know I also feel there's a lot of pressure right now uh, like to be like okay go on stage in different rooms or kind of make, make, make sure that you get seen because then people will follow you and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that it's, it's, a, it's a good thing but then again this week for example I haven't been able to be as active because life so you know when yeah. you talk about this it's just kind of like if that's I mean it's good for the app then there's the encouragement of getting people to come back but for us as humans we're kind of like that's an extra thing that we need to put on our plate Mm. if we cannot cross promote as effectively it just becomes a lot of pressure because not all of us are Mark Zuckerberg did you see I took a screenshot oh is this what happened last night yes because I, I was I was kind of perusing by mistake <laughs> you suggested the thing and it was like ah the room is full and I was like go figure oh yeah I was gonna say did you manage to get in or not no but I, I lolled so hard at it <laughs> <laughs> I on or did you just read it afterwards no I just re read it afterwards and I, I had a sort of pang of jealousy like oh I wish I got to get in there but did not <laughs> see what happened I mean I have no idea yeah. but I just found it hilarious because I was like oh I got this this this, this tab no this room has been recommended to me and I was like seven eight thousand people what and then I was like the room says Mark Zuckerberg is here yeah. like, oh that little face that's who it is that's who it is I would love I'm sure it's been probably recorded or something I hope I don't know would they have recorded it or would they have tried to make that event specifically very 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 exclusive I don't know but I want to know I, what happened I guess that would have been a good shout because it was part of a club called the Press Club so obviously people thinking of like course. you know you think oh this is who you can get on here I'm gonna follow it because then I can follow the event and see if there's another big person yes Oh, I want to I want to rewind time and get in there first. 
probably have to get there when you see like Mark and it's like, pump. I don't know yeah. what Mark is. I'm going to get in. <laughs> Just quick. Care. Join, join, join. Okay, let's get in. But yeah, I literally made me laugh so much that I actually took a screenshot of um, of the room because I was like, oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> I wanted to ask you actually, just some follow up on what we talked to you about um, when I mentioned clubs and stuff. I know that yeah. I asked us to do a little bit of an experiment. Did you actually have your event on Wednesday? Was it under your club or did you actually eventually keep it separate? Yeah, so experiment, wasn't it? To see that was, what would change the atten- attendance as well. Yeah. So sharing social clubhouse on Wednesday. Last week we did it through my profile personally, and I would say numbers were quite low. We keep it quite small anyway to kind of make people feel comfortable and like they can come up on stage. But it did seem quite low last week, and then after hearing mixed reports about clubs actually also making it seemingly less people some people saying oh, I've had huge success with clubs we tried it with clubs this week and I think there was a minimal impact we seemed to get a few more but it was still like a normal sized room for us so I, I wouldn't say it was conclusive enough evidence to say yep if you run it as your club you will get more or less people joining it did make me think about And I assume this will kind of reach its way to Clubhouse at some point. But that when we're doing these experiments, we've got no real metrics to kind of check up on, have we? It's a real guessing game at the moment to work out, oh, yeah, people are definitely joining more. Or, you know, how long are they spending in the room, actually, before they hop off again? That would be really interesting, actually, that you mentioned that I would really love to be able to get that into, I think, I appreciate probably why. And I think, again, it's another element of cleverness, like, isn't it? To actually yeah. not talking about it as much and just kind of keep it a bit more on the sideline. Uh, I actually have asked, but I've yet to get responses, to be honest. <laughs> I asked, actually, because uh, I wanted to see, like, what in d- different people's time zones, obviously, what are their personal kind of, like, good times? What have they found that works really well? Because I'm interested. Is it industry-based? Is it, you know, is it more like, again, based on what what you do? Is it based mm-hmm. on your demographics? I don't know, because I find that it's like, you know, best times to post on social media. There is something to be said about that. In a way, the algorithms help you kind of saving grace. But in this case, you don't have that saving grace. So yeah. it's really hard to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't. But again, maybe next week, once I get people to actually respond to the little thing that I asked, I'll get a bit more of an idea because I think it will be really interesting to see what the personal experience of different people is because yeah. there might be a minimal pattern going on. That you, you'd hope, right? So we can figure this out and implement it in our strategy going forward. Exactly. I'm going to give you one super quick little thing that came out, which I think is really interesting. And then maybe if you have one little thing yourself as well that you would like to share like as a close off my close off is instagram is testing which actually i've seen before but i didn't know it was that a new closed caption sticker for stories that will actually generate automated captions for your clips which really helps with accessibility i think yeah i think that's very important and i'm glad that it's finally being tested because i think it's been an ongoing conversation hasn't it some creators will always go to the effort of typing it up on their stories and some don't and it's like please do it because no matter what it's nice to have that there as an extra layer of being able to have valuable content given to you and presented to you I saw some people trying to get around it actually by using the Instagram threads app 
Did you see that at all? No, I didn't. So I think if you record it, like record your Instagram story in there, but don't post it and export it and then put it into your Instagram stories, that's a, another way people were doing it before. Okay. But obviously that's quite clunky. So I'm glad that they're, <laughs> they're bringing out this sticker that's going to do it properly. Yeah. I think it's just a, like a nice little touch. And obviously for people that don't know, I've been recording the audiobook, which is one of the reasons why things have been a bit interesting in the last couple of Fridays. And it really taught me like the importance of actually enunciate. And again, I'm a second language. So some words, if I spell, if I say them the wrong way. So there is an element of actually is good, but also will teach us, I think, especially when you're talking in stories or anywhere else, the importance of actually saying things in a relatively yeah. comprehensible way, because otherwise, like, you know, even the caption stickers won't be able to pick it up mm -hmm. because, you know, it's not that easy. Very, very true. I think that's a very good point you make there about actually enunciating everything and make sure making sure it's clear as possible because I think that will genuinely have an impact on how people plan their content as well and make sure that thought extra thought has been gone into it to make sure that it's valuable and appropriate for their audience rather than just oh I need to I need to get content out let's just rush it it's like it'll be more thoughtful and I wanted to ask you now last but not least is the one other thing, aside from Twitter Spaces, that really jumped out at you in the past week? Uh, something that has happened or that you've seen? I was going to mention TikTok. They are going to be rolling out. Let me check the date. Soon. <laughs> Group chats, finally. And I don't know about you, but I am always sending TikToks to... I either just copy the link and send it through WhatsApp or I send it to people and I'm like, I wish I had a group chat here that I could just send it to everyone. <laughs> so I'm quite excited. It's, I think it's a small update, but one that I think will have a big impact actually on how TikTok's spread within the app itself. I love that. I think TikTok has been doing small things like last week I uh, wrote in the, um, in the newsletter about uh, Q&As as well, then now you can actually yeah. add. They're doing little things and uh, a piece that I put in action in this week's newsletter is about how brands are using TikTok also for customer feedback and just for customer service. So I think that just shows that the little things they are doing are mm -hmm. actually being quite effective. And it's kind of going back to like, people are not really looking at TikTok as much <laughs> these days, but it's actually keeping doing these little things because it still has a strong impact. But once again, it's so hard to keep up with everything, especially in the fight of you know different people trying different things that's literally the manpower that social apps have and that's the yeah. reason i think so much comes out anyway definitely it's a, it's a fight for our attention isn't it sometimes it's like okay what do you want me to look at next exactly well all i can say is we managed to do things all right i i didn't have too many issues with hearing myself twice I wanted to say thank you so, so much for, for again, being so much of a game. I'm like, Becca, let's try this. And she's like, yeah, cool. Let's <laughs> <I> do it. <laughs> <laughs> it went really well. So thank you. And again, this is just an idea. If you're listening to, to this, obviously, in the podcast, and this is what we do. So we just kind of look at what's going on, have a little chat, a little, I'm having a coffee as well, and just look for some of the cool things that happen during the week. So if you enjoy this, then just literally go to the link in the show notes to find out more about the club. You can also find it now on Instagram. I, I make sure that I put the link everywhere. And, um, and yeah, just join us at 8.30 GMT in the morning at this time. But obviously you can see if we update the schedule, you can just go to the club and see when the upcoming events are coming. Thank you so much, Becca, again. Thank you for having me. It's always Thank lovely. You. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com 
find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Alt Marketing School. Until next time.